welcome to the Fantasy End Podcast, where we share our love for all things fantasy and discuss the broader speculative fiction industry. Welcome to the Fantasy End. Welcome to the Fantasy Inn Podcast. Today's episode is going to be about reading, blogging, and fear of missing out, or FOMO. I'm Sarah, and today we have Hugh, Tam, Cobb, and Genia. Hi, guys. Hi. Hello. So what are you reading today before we get to the topic? <laughs> oh, no. The question. <laughs> um, I finished uh, Wayward Sun. Uh, last Sunday by Rainbow Rowell, and since then I haven't picked up a fantasy book, so I'm in between books. What are you reading? What are you reading that's not fantasy? I finished a romance book that's called My Fake Rake by Eva Lee. Uh, it was okay, um, and now I'm reading exactly nothing. I'm reading parts of Red, uh, White, and Royal Blue. <laughs> which is by Casey McKinston that I've already read. So I'm rereading just the parts that makes me, that make me go, oh, that's cute. But I guess that. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing, uh, I haven't picked up my next fancy book yet. So, yeah. How about you? Um, I'm also not reading a fantasy book right now i'm reading a book called prisoners of geography by tim marshall it's Ooh, that um, really good. it's about like yeah um global politics based on um explained by geography so things like uh what does russia need depending i mean based on the fact that russia doesn't have warm water ports and stuff like that and like the actual logic is i think pretty sound but i just don't like the way that the book is written it's very mm, over the top and i find some of the wording like mm, intense in a bad way <laughs> let's put it like that yeah what about you tam um what am i reading that is an excellent question <laughs> i'm currently reading um something let me check <laughs> i don't actually know um, we should stop doing this at Tom's bedtime. It's only eight o'clock. It's your bedtime. Past your bedtime. That is not <laughs> my bedtime. Legacy of Ghosts. That's what I'm reading by Alicia Wanstall Burke. Um, it releases next week sometime. So, probably about two months before this podcast actually airs. Um, <laughs> it is the sequel to. Her first book in the series, Blood of Heirs, which is now a Spiffbo semi-finalist. Finalist. Well, it's still on finalist now, yeah. Yeah, finalist, not semi-finalist. Um, and, yeah, it's really good, basically. And what about you? What are you reading? Uh, I'm reading The Shadow Saint by Gareth Hanrahan at the minute, which is the sequel to The Gutter Prayer, which was probably one of my favourite books of this year. So I'm only about 15% of the way through this one so far, but I am so prepared to love it. I recently finished reading The Last Sun by K.D. Edwards. And then I 
read a book called Realms of Mist and Ash by J.S. Malcolm. It's the second book in the Fae Witch Chronicles or Fae Witch series. Have you read the first one? No. And then (laughs) I might start uh, Ballad, A Gathering of Fairy by uh, Maggie Stiefvater, which I think is also the sequel to that series. So I think, like, talking about The Last Sun there, that kind of segs quite nicely into what we want to talk about, because you guys have been going on about that book for so long now, and it seems I can never get to it because my, like, immediate TBR just keeps growing and so many new books keep releasing that I can never get back to read these other books that keep getting recommended to me. Yeah, Um, I'm the same. And I think that whenever I'm about to read something that was released the year prior, I find out that my pre-order for a book that's released this month has gone through and then I have to start it. And I can never catch up. Then you have to start it. Yes, at 1 (laughs) a.m. And then... Wow, this sounds familiar. Yeah, I've done that twice this month. uh, So yeah, my sleep schedule is a bit... Yeah. (laughs) That's the problem with me and uh, library books, where I will put a book on hold or recommend a book and then three weeks later it will come in and I'll have five more books that I want to read now before that one. But I only have a limited number of days to read the library book. Yeah, I feel like it's like such it sounds like such a first world problem. Like we have all these amazing books that we want to read. And we've had people tell us that they are amazing and we just can't get to them because we have so many other amazing books to read already, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and the funny part is uh, I usually do a list of books I want to read each year and I get to maybe a third of them and the other the other books I've, I read is are just books I either I haven't even heard about before or I wasn't expecting to read this year. I don't know where they come from. They just like, <laughs> suddenly I'm reading them. That's the problem with being a mood reader. You cannot follow a TBR. It's it's easy to get distracted, especially when um, like a lot of your friends are in the book community and then they are all reading this book and they're all yelling about it. And I think that's when... I also want to start yelling about it, and that's when I get distracted. I don't mind not reading something when it just came out, but if literally everyone around me is really excited about this one book, then I really want to be in on the conversation as well. Because even if I wait like three weeks, often by that point, the other person is just kind of like, oh yeah, it was good, right? (laughs) Maybe it's also a problem because a lot of us read so much, so it's hard to remember the individual books as well when you're not reading them at this moment? Oh, it depends on the book. Sometimes when you read a book nonstop, eventually you 
you remember about it. I definitely have an issue where I come out of reading a book and go, that book was fantastic. I remember absolutely nothing of what happened, <laughs> which makes talking about it any more than like two days afterwards really difficult. <laughs> oh God, are writing a review of it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> writing a review of it, if you leave it more than three hours, you can't remember what happened. It's like, yeah, I, I know it was good, but um, there were characters and stuff <laughs> happened. I don't remember what. I sure did like something about this book. Do you guys not take notes when you're doing your reading? No, do you? Th <laughs> of course not. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck me, sorry. <laughs> the most I've done for a book was The Last Sun, where I wrote, like, I wrote, like, the 1,500-word essay. You're doing this because there's a contest going on and because you want points for it. I know. <laughs> I need motivation. Watch Sarah now just not publish that. Like, she'll just put it on private so you don't get any fucking points. <laughs> oh, I already sent it. A Google Drive. I sent a Google Docs version. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think we need to space the last sun content a bit because we're... <laughs> okay, uh, we have a podcast episode uh, airing on the 10th of December and there's your review and then I think there's a guest spot by the author. Right, yeah, this episode might be out in 2020. You know? Okay, okay, so I, I'm going to be more specific. The 10th of December, 2019. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think the, for me, uh, having like a, f like Jenny was saying, your friends reading a certain book, I don't know, motivates me more to want to read that book versus just a random people that I see, you know? But he um, reads with friends are fantastic. Assuming yeah. you actually managed to keep reading the book. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Just having other people, um, especially if, you know, two people have the FOMO, then, like, together, you know, you buddy read and stuff. That's always really oh, that's fun. that's amazing. I say always. I've never done it, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's an amazing experience. Right, Bob? For <laughs> 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 okay, so context, each time I try to buddy read with Tom, I, I let him down. <laughs> All the time. I've done it. Like, we succeeded with Oathbringer. Yes, we succeeded with Oathbringer for the simple reason that it was, like, if I didn't finish it in one go, I would have never finished it. That, that's for sure. So. Yeah, uh, I think I had the opposite issue that because I finished it in one go, I hurt my back. Ooh, yeah. Books are dangerous, folks. I'm just imagining you like literally reading this in one sitting. Look, it was one sitting briefly interrupted by sleep. By sleep, yeah. <laughs> It was literally like an 18-hour sprint with that book. It was insane. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't remember the, a single thing about this book, but it has been two years. And I finished it in three days. Less than that. It was the day after it released that we finished. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
Shit. It's oh, been wow. two <laughs> years. It's been two years. That's when we started the blog, man, because we started the blog just after that released. God, are we old? Yeah, we are only two. Like, fuck, we were two, four days ago we missed our birthday. Yeah, it was our birthday. Four days ago, or at some point in the future slash past. Oh, for those listening, this happened six months ago. Where's that cute little trap sound effect where he's like, whoosh, by the way, just to give some context. <laughs> I've never listened to any of the episodes because I don't want to hear my voice. I can't listen to episodes because I haven't been in very much, many of them. So I can't do it and listen to you guys' voices. I, I just read the transcripts and go, oh, I think I fell asleep. <laughs> I listen to the episodes and go, oh my God, I never finished this book. I never finished this book either. Probably not going to finish the book that I'm reading right now. <laughs> the, the, there's one episode we recorded where I said I was reading Ship of Destiny. And I still haven't finished the mad ship. <laughs> so. Wait, so with the books that, you know, everyone else is reading and stuff, has there ever been a time where maybe a year or two years later, you finally get to it uh, that you feel like I'm, you know, I'm finally, I'm so excited. Um, like, do you ever worry that, Everyone else is going to be like, ah, been there, done that. Yeah, a bit. I, I've experienced it twice this year, even more than twice, like three times. Um, there was a, uh, a time where everyone was excited about The Cruel Prince by Holly Black. And I came like a year after, oh my God, guys, this book is really good. Um, but the, the good thing about it is that the trilogy wasn't completed by then, so people were still excited. I joined in the conversation a bit late, but there was still a conversation. I had the same with uh, Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo and with In Other Lands uh, by Sarah Reese Brennan. All YA books, uh, there is a pattern of me uh, <laughs> catching up on YA. Um, but yeah, uh, I joined in the conversation a bit later than the other people. Um, but the good thing about like social media or like uh, communities like uh, we have on Discord is that uh, you always find someone to squee about a book. It's natural. Yeah, you just shout on Twitter and people come hoarding from yeah. everywhere and yeah. anywhere to say, oh, I love this book too. Or yes. tell you wrong. That happens occasionally too. Yeah, even if it's like two years later. <laughs> oh, you guys, uh, Six of Crows is really good. Yeah, we know. We've been telling <laughs> We're saying it for like, well, a year, two years. In two years is nothing, but in a in terms of book release schedule, it seems like a lifetime. <laughs> I think, like, a lot of people, while, you know, the book might have been, like, released a while ago, like, they're kind of happy to, like, remember it because, like you said, two years in book times is, like, for some readers, a hundred books ago, if not more. But to get, like, reminded of this book they loved, like, two years ago and has maybe went out of their mind, it's, like, a kind of good nostalgic thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure I have an example of this happening this year. Someone coming up and just saying, yeah, it's a really good book. 
And then I say, yeah, I don't remember it, but yeah. I read City of Brass and um, Kingdom of, uh, of Copper by S.A. Chakraborty after you, Sarah. So it was kind of fun to, I don't know, I was I was texting yeah. Sarah the whole time being like, oh my God, this just happened. Oh my God, this just happened. And she was like, yeah, I don't really remember, but it definitely happened. <laughs> Did it really? I need to reread these books. I'm part of the uh, Discord server that discusses Shannon Chakraborty's books. And they talk about these these theories, and I'm like, yes, who are these people? Uh, I remember the main character, her sort of love interests, and her sort of other love interests, and that's it. Three characters. That's it. I need to read that book. Those books. Oh, this is Joe Brass. is amazing. Okay, I'll, I'll read Kingdom of Copper. No, you... No, don't do it. Oh, my God. Now, wait for the Empire of Gold, so we can re- start with that first. What when does it, it come out? out? In June 2020, it's, just for that is So far away right now. Well, by the time this what? releases, it'll be next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's out next week. <laughs> uh, for me, some books I won't really know that I'm missing out on until I feel like everyone has already read it. It's like, I'll just completely miss the reading discussion, you know? Uh, So for example, um, when I first started watching BookTube, maybe three or, God, I don't know, four or five years ago, started watching BookTube, it felt like every other channel was talking about... um, the Raven Cycle, or by Maggie Stiefvater, or um, the Shades of Magic series by V.E. Schwab. And it was just like this, you know, thing where it's like, did I completely miss, you know, these books and stuff? And I guess it's sort of that, I don't you call it, delayed FOMO? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what we need? We need forums to be back because we have these communities where the discussions are going too fast. And for example, in, on Twitter, you saw a thread about, whoa, this book is good. And then a few hours later, you can't see it on your timeline anymore. Uh, the other people can't see it on your timeline anymore. And we go on to talk about another topic. And the same for Discord. Uh, we are talking about a a book and then one week later if someone starts the book they can't find the conversation anymore and they can't be a part of it anymore so what we need maybe our forums where we can just like go into topics and talk about book and it's there and it's like easily you can find it easily um i don't know what you guys think about it have you ever heard of reddit reddit the problem with reddit is the people on reddit yeah, that's true. Like, there's so many nice people, but people from, like, other communities always come in and they bandwagon and, like, just behave like assholes, let's be honest. Yeah, but that's a problem with the intent in general. Maybe we should close the Discord that we just opened, or opened six months ago, um, and, start, <laughs> and, start a, and start a forum, a fantasy forum, and then, like, 
I don't know, every five months, somebody will dig up a topic from five months ago and be like, oh my God, I really love that book too. And the other person will be like, I don't even read fantasy anymore, but now I have to reply. <laughs> Maybe we should just create a bunch, bunch of channels in that new Discord that we created however many months, years, days, weeks ago um, for different popular book series. Okay, Q, Sarah, creating... Uh, all the romance genre channels. Look, I expected to just make five for The Last Sun. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. I'm going to make one for The Last Sun, uh, one for City of Flies, one for In Other Lands. <laughs> yeah, if you give me free, re free reign on this, I'm going to just put my favorite books and be the only one who talks about them all the time. I know you said City of Lies, but yeah. I... Swear I heard City of Flies. Oh, hey, that's called Perth. It's in Australia, and it is a city of flies. Oh, no. You think I'm joking, but I'm really not. We don't speak talk about other Australian cities. We don't do that here. Hey, we have a Perth, too. But we can have a Perth. Oh, yeah, you do. I visited and was like, this is actually kind of better than the two and a half million population Perth we have in Australia. We don't have a Perth here. We don't either. Speaking of FOMO, I have, n I have not read City of Lies, but I have yeah. read City of Lies. Yeah, which one haven't you read? Did you read the one by Sam Hawk? I've not read that one. I've read three What's others. What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're not kicking you because you haven't read City it's of Lies. It's on the compulsory we're reading list, Sarah. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. I have a sign. It's signed by Sam and Leaf Shellcross. So I have it in physical copy. That's even worse. You have it, but you haven't read it. Oh, Tom, you know, the number of books that I own that I haven't read. Um, yeah. yeah, have you seen my bookshelf? It's the same. Let's not talk about this. But those aren't on the compulsory yeah. reading list, City of Lies is. Ooh. But speaking about that, books you own but haven't read? No, we're FOMO, not speaking about that. <laughs> do, you, do you buy the book with the intent of reading it with everyone else? Or, like, when does the actual acquiring in a library or otherwise i normally buy them when they release because i know that helps um publishers keep publishing the same author and later books in the series even if i don't get around to reading them so i'm like yeah let's buy them and let's read them and then i put them on the shelf and i don't read them or i put them on the coffee table and they're still <laughs> sitting there six months later unread which is impressive because i didn't have a coffee table six months ago <laughs> For me, it depends on the money situation. And also, to be honest, it stresses me out when I have a lot of unread books. I mean, I know I do, but it stresses me out when it gets to a certain point, especially on something like Audible, where I can see all my unread books really easily. And I, I like to keep that down. So if I know that I'm going to read it the second, then I'll probably be like, I'll just join the conversation later, maybe, and then buy the books later. Um, I do the same as Sam does uh, for authors that I like and know and want to support. I buy the book uh, at release. I pre-order sometimes and then depending on my mood, if I'm in the mood to read this book at that point, I do read it at release. 
If I'm not, then it goes to the TBR list, which is where all dreams die. Now I have access to a library, and I'm super excited about that. And um, the, yeah, <laughs> and what's it called? The last, uh, the last book in the Cruel Prince trilogy. One, it the Queen um, of Nothing. Yes, the Queen of Nothing. It is actually in my library. So there I put it on hold immediately as soon as it came out. So now I'm going to get it in six weeks. So that's about the, the I, don't know, I was very, very excited to get a new release on hold in the library. I just have to share that. Sorry, go on, Hugh. <laughs> uh, I was going to say for me, like reading's a bit more of a solitary like activity. Like I know for like as bloggers, readings kind of supposed to be at least kind of partly performative. So we like convince other people to read the books, let them know whether they'd like a book or not. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I'm not too much into the messaging people while I'm reading the book and like making it a community thing, unless it's like a big release that I know a lot of people will like enjoy for like a new release that's maybe not got that full on marketing push behind it then. It's more of a solo activity for me. I get that. Yeah, it, it kind of makes sense. Sometimes I feel like we're, we have that Discord server uh, where we have our blogger friends, and it seems like sometimes we all talk about the same things, about the same books. And while it's really great because we can like be enthusiastic about the same books together, it feels like we're all doing the same thing. We're all reading the same things. And it can be a bit overwhelming at times and can be like, sometimes you just want to do your thing like apart. Uh, and I think it's a little, like sometimes you get influenced by what other people think, or at least I do where, I don't know, maybe if I read it, by myself and I didn't know any of the hype around the book or anything like that, then maybe I would experience it differently. Um, it could be that I just don't like it as much or something like that, but because of the hype, I think it's, it should be better than it is or something like that when it would, it would be a perfectly normal book if it was just a normal book and not a hype one. Or I don't know if people are, um, you know, you kind of go over all these little minute details of the book if somebody else is reading it at the same time as you um, sometimes it's really fun. Maybe sometimes it's a bit too much or something. Yeah, I think um, it's definitely a different thing if you're reading it with other people than um, when you're reading it kind of solitary. Yeah. yeah I've actually got like, a theory about this. I've got a theory. Like, like hype is like this wave, right? And so, like, if you kind of crest the wave at the right time with a bunch of people and you're reading a book, the book becomes so much better. Because all mm. this like excitement, you know, kind of flavors the book, and you all can like focus on the things you love. But then, if you come in maybe a little bit afterwards, when the hype's kind of died down, it's like, wow, like, you know, you're rereading this book, and you're like, I loved this. So, like, however many months ago, and now this is shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's not shit, but it was like, you notice all these little flaws that like the hype kind of masked for lack of a better term. Uh -huh. Yeah, definitely. I have books that I don't reread because I'm afraid that I won't like them as much the second time around. It's also a little hard when it's like a book that 
everybody really likes and i mean maybe i also really like it but then there's like some little things which i don't like and then you know you don't want to be the one who like like basically spoils everyone's mood by being like well actually you know <laughs> but then at the same time because everybody's talking about it you also want to talk about it and so it becomes a little a little difficult i guess <laughs> yeah i i've had that this year with maggie steve Vader, um raven cycle <laughs> i i came to the hype a bit later well i didn't come to the hype because i i didn't like the, the first book of the raven cycle I wanted to join because I wanted to experience the like excitement around her new series with the Call Down the Hawk, I think. Um, and I, I like I have this not fear of missing out, but like disappointment due to missing out uh, because there are so many books that were supposed to be my thing and that uh, people who had the same taste as I do enjoy. And I'm not enjoying them, and I feel disappointed, and I can't join the hype with the sequels. I can't. I'm very hype, like attracted by hype. Like I'm not the kind of person who is going to be. No, this book is too much. Like it's people talk about it too much. I'm not going to read it. I'm the exact opposite. I join in the hype. I I want this excitement around new releases. And when I don't have that, especially with books I was expecting to be excited about, I'm so disappointed, more than like the normal disappointment uh, of a book you don't enjoy. I don't know if it makes sense. No, that makes sense, yeah. Also, I feel like there's something to be said for reading a book where only you and maybe one other friend know it and really like it. Um, so for me, that was um, Lancelot by uh, Giles Christian this year. Me and Patrick, um, our, our friend Patrick, maybe we can link him somewhere. I don't know. Um, he is also, yes, he is also really into this book and I'm really into this book. And so it was just kind of nice for it to, to be like our own little thing. Cause um, no, I think there's somebody else who was into it. I'm sorry, I forgot, but yeah. Uh, but it wasn't like a really big release. It wasn't like everybody was really into it. It was just like our own little private thing. And obviously you want the book to do well because you like it and you want the author to get rich and so on. But it's kind of nice when it's just you and one or two other people who are really happy about it. Yeah, I guess that's like the hipster ideology. <laughs> no, no, continue. I hope the author never listens to this episode. And there are two people who read my books. <laughs> <laughs> well, in my immediate circle, and I'm sure I'm forgetting a third person. <laughs> but yeah. So, what are y'all's uh, final thoughts on FOMO and books and all that fun stuff? Do you guys feel guilty when you don't? You're excited about a, a book release, and then the book releases, and you don't read it. I mean, I used to, <laughs> but then it started happening so often that I just couldn't be guilty over every book released. Yeah, I know that I make a lot of noise on Twitter about a book release. Like, for example, The Deep by River Solomon. I was so excited about it. Like ridiculously excited about it. I loved their first, uh, their debut, um, An Unkindness of Ghosts. And oh, the deep, 
Yeah, The Deep was adapted from a song of the same name by a band that, whose name I forgot. But David yeah, Diggs. It's, yeah, it's David Diggs, but uh, the, the, the Clippers, maybe? The Clips? I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I was incredibly excited about it. And then the book released. Um, so either last month or last year, depending on when this episode is going to air. And I haven't read it yet. And I feel guilty. Even if books don't have an expiry date. Yeah, I get that, but no, I don't feel guilty. I, For me, it's the personal guilt of buying a book and not reading it, because then I feel like I'm wasting money. So then I'd rather just kind of, I don't know, I, I just... I will squee about it when I get there, and I'm fine with that, personally. <laughs> well, the, the band is uh, Clipping. Yeah, Clipping. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> what about you, Hugh? Yeah, uh, I think it depends for me. Like, if I've interacted with the author a bit, then I don't get to the release for whatever reason. Maybe I've got more books to read, or maybe life gets in the way. I do feel a little bit guilty, but... At the same time, you can't read every book as it comes out. Like, sometimes three amazing books will release on the same week, and then two Dang. more will release the next week. And so, you know, something is going to fall down the cracks. Yeah. Remember that time where, like, four super hyped releases were out on the same day? I think it was the 10,000 Doors of January and three others. Uh, like, I think there was something to be said, like we talked about, like kind of riding a hype wave and, you know, getting that sense of community while you read a book, because it can make the book so much more enjoyable. But, like, if you miss out on that, while it can be a bit, you know, disappointing that you missed out on the initial wave of hype, like, it doesn't necessarily mean that the book, the book won't be great for you, you know? Like, there's definitely some FOMO there where you've missed out on a book, or maybe there's a book that released ages ago and you've still not got to it, but... At the end of the day, the book is going to be the book. And if it's a fantastic book, you'll enjoy it no matter when you read it. So while it's natural to feel kind of like you're missing out, you don't necessarily have to feel that way because you can get to it eventually. That sounds like a good place to wrap up for today. Yes. Who wants to wrap up? Goodbye. Oh, no. Um... What about you? Do you feel like you're ever missing out on books? Or do you enjoy doing it as a solitary activity? Um, doing it being reading. <laughs> <laughs> okay, somebody else has to wrap up. <laughs> uh, no, this is just taking a nasty turn and I don't know if we can call ourselves a book podcast anymore. Okay. So anyway, you can join us on our... Uh, we have a public Discord server uh the fantasy yes come join us or you can uh tag us on twitter and tell us your thoughts so until then goodbye bye goodbye bye see ya